Welcome to the Word Up Podcast, where we discuss all things tech in Israel from the perspective of a technical writer. Doesn't sound interesting? Well, you can go ahead and leave. Just kidding. Stick around because I think I'm going to make a very compelling case why you should care about technical writing. Last episode, we discussed the current situation in the technical writing world, and you're listening now, so obviously I've piqued your interest. Um, I've convinced you of the need to consider hiring a technical writer if you don't have one, and if you do, I've raised some questions that are relevant to your organization. This week, we're going to get into what makes a qualified candidate and just how realistic are your expectations for the technical writer role. Um, So let's go into the topic. Let's talk about qualified candidates. So what makes a qualified candidate? Okay, I think there are a few reasons or a few factors we should consider when looking, right? It's not all on the writer. I think the, some responsibility lies on uh, the side of the, of the employer, of the company's looking. Um, so I'm, I've identified about five or six reasons why I think there's a, sh- a shortage of qualified candidates. And to address the c- question, are the qualit- uh, candidates not qualified? So let's start off with the companies looking to hire. In my experience and the people I've spoken with, and and this has been founders of startup companies, this is technical writers um, and recruiters, I personally think that there's an absolutely unrealistic expectation from hiring managers, from startup founders, uh, and from recruiters. Generally, most most of the jobs open right now are for to be the lone writer at a company. That means that there's no, no writer currently working at the company. They're looking for them to start off. Usually, and you can take a look here, I encourage everyone to go and check it out themselves. Obviously, I, like I said, this is not 100% of the jobs, but I would say the majority of jobs out there, if you look in the description, they, 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 the title is technical writer or technical content developer or information, or whatever, you know, whatever, whatever names you want to give. But the idea is it's for a technical writer. But then in the description, you're going to see things like, we want someone who does technical writing. We want someone who does UX writing. We want someone who can document APIs and SDKs. We want someone who knows how to manage a knowledge base. Okay, what we've just described right there are four to five specific jobs. Okay, those are standalone jobs. If you were building your perfect organization and you were building up a knowledge team, uh, technical writing team, documentation team, whatever you want to call it, those are each separate positions. Okay, there might be some overlap. You might be able to create content that goes between one team and the other. Uh, but at the end of the day, these are specific jobs that have specific skill sets. Okay, a technical writer needs to be a technical, a more technical person. They need to be able to test the product. They need to be able to interview uh, customers. They need to, there, there's a specific skill set that's required to be a technical writer. Not only that, a lot of the times when they say technical writer, especially in the beginning, uh, at, in the beginning stages of a company, they want them to pick authoring software, uh, build a static site by themselves and manage it. So you're actually requiring a lot more than just technical writing. Right before, when you used to hire a technical writer, or some of the jobs that are for bigger organizations, I won't throw out names here, but you can check them out on LinkedIn. It's a straight technical writing role. You will be documenting new features. You'll be writing release notes, um, and uh, nice to have maybe APIs. Okay, that is a very standard type of technical writing job. 
on top, but when you see on top of that UX writing or micro copy, um, product uh, product copywriting, whatever the, the the title is in in LinkedIn or in the job title, UX writing is a spe- specific skill set, completely completely different than technical writing, completely different. So if you ever, I encourage you as as a founder, as a as a recruiter. To look at the portfolio of a technical writer, look at the portfolio of a UX writer, and tell me if these are the same people. Look at the profiles. Look at the type of person. Now, I, I don't mean to generalize, but some of the best UX writers I've seen, they tend to be more on the design side of things, right? If I were to say, where's a natural fit for this person to be? They are more in line with UX researchers, designers, uh, in terms of personality, in terms of skill set, in terms of background, in terms of goals, uh, career goals. Um, technical writing, I don't think is a natural fit for them. What I will say is that I do think it's a natural fit. And the team that I manage currently, these all sit on what we call the knowledge team, the knowledge experience team. So I think it's a natural fit for the writer to be on a writing team. But in terms of who we're looking to recruit for these positions that we're calling technical writing, someone might be able to do UX writing, but it's not going to be at the level that you want for your product. That's for sure. To find someone who's a great technical writer who can do APIs and SDKs and X, Y, and Z and also be a UX writer, I think you're asking for a little too much. On top of that, um, when I first got started about nine years ago and the word API came up, uh, I was told, you know, nope, you cannot, you're not allowed to touch it. You're a new writer. You don't, it requires a developer, this and that. It's not the case now, but it is a specialty within technical writing. And in order to properly manage and document an uh, API or SDK, it's really a full-time job. I mean, unless you're only supporting one endpoint, two endpoint, a few endpoints, but if you are building out your product and it's going to be highly based on APIs or SDKs, or if you're integrating with, your product integrates like a platform that integrates with other services, primarily through APIs and SDKs, that is a full-time type of writer. That is a specific type of writer. Okay, um, you can have generalists that do a little bit of everything, but it's to be able to go in full time and test the APIs of either your own your own uh, your own endpoints or those of uh, of companies that you're integrating with. It's a full time job, and it's a separate skill set, and it's a separate type of documentation. Um, from the obviously from the API reference or the reference documentation all the way through the user guides what you need to explain to a user on how to use an API is very different than how you need to document new features or how to install a product right these are two in my opinion two separate skill sets so when we add this in to the job description for a technical writer which is again I encourage you to look for the majority of the jobs where you're going to be the the lone writer technical writing UX writing and API SDK this is, it's asking way too much. And on top of that, things like knowledge base, which is usually done in a, uh, you know, more friendly way. It's usually a how to, quick how to, something that, in my opinion, a more junior writer could take on on a team. It's not something a knowledge base, uh, if it's in addition to uh, a documentation center, um, is not something that you'd want to have a very senior writer for. So in terms of what the companies are looking for currently, it's what I call a full stack writer. Now, full stack writing is possible, okay, especially at an at a, at a early stage startup where you have one person doing everything and you say, I'm willing to sacrifice quality for quantity and for someone that can handle all of it. That's totally fine. We have full stack developers, full stack engineers, but to 
to ask a full stack developer. This would be the this would be the comparison. We're looking for a single developer who's going to manage the front end, the back end, and be the only person to do it. And we want them to write the text, and we want them to implement um, clean code standards. And this, you, we understand the idea of a full stack writer exists, but the amount of work that is being expected of the the writers at these uh, early stage startups and smaller companies, I think, is completely unrealistic. So. Um, when you when they put out the job description and they get a candidate back, they say, "Well, they're a good technical writer. They know some APIs, but they don't know UX writing." Well, we can't take them, or they they're great at UX writing, but they have absolutely no idea what an API is. There's a reason for it, okay? And I I personally think that this is one of the uh, the contributing factors, if not the leading factor, in why there are so many open positions right now and why. Uh, salaries are bloated because the few people, the few individuals, again, in Israel that are capable of doing this or not just capable, but willing to do this because this requires, um, you know, covering a lot of bases on a daily basis and not being able to get into much in depth. It's a very small pool of candidates. So people are willing to pay a lot of money for it. Um, and uh, on the other hand, they're also not willing to budge. The, the difficulty as being the lone writer in a, in a company is that they, there's no one else to help out, right? Obviously. So there's, you're, the, you're the only one going in. So you need to, they're looking to hire someone who, uh, who's going to be able to take over on day one and, and run the show. And that's, it's, a, it's a very big, I would say, unrealistic expectation. Another another podcast we're going to get into is the management and building of a team from scratch, um, something I've done several times. So we're going to get into that also because usually that's something that they don't write in the job description, but it's but it's kind of understood. Okay, not only are you going to be good at all these things if you come here, we need you to be, but you're also going to be building a team. So is that another skill set? Is that something we should be expecting talented writers to also be able to manage and build teams. Um, uh, I'll give you a spoiler alert. My personal opinion is that they're two separate, another, again, two separate skill sets, being a writer and being someone who can build and manage teams. But we're going to get that into a, in a future podcast. So stay tuned for that one. Now it's time for the segment where we take a LinkedIn post, funny, something relevant, and we take a look, a little a little analysis. So I found this one on the Cybersecurity Hub page, which uh, I'll probably get a lot from them. They have in- incredible content. And this is a picture with of a stop sign, and there's a red sign under it with an arrow pointing up that says, this is a stop sign. Now, why I think this is funny, um, this reminds me of uh, half the tool tips that I see in products today. Um, clearly, you don't have a dedicated writer, someone thinking about what value can we add um, on top of the button. Here, the, the stop sign would be the button um, or the element in the UI. And you add a tool tip that just, you know, how many times in the address field and the tool tip is address. Give me something. Give me something a little bit more, something a little more in-depth. So, I think this perfectly sums up the current state of the majority of tooltips. Okay, and now it's time for Time to Retire. This is where we take a word that's flying around LinkedIn or high tech and we just, we need to retire it. So the one we're going to tackle today is alignment, alignment. Right. So I found someone give a definition of alignment. He said, whatever happened to saying that you agree? I thought alignment was for tires, not working. I'll give you parallel, but alignment, not buying it. The idea when someone uses the word alignment is that something is misaligned, which is just fancy way for saying we're not agreeing on something 
and we're not going to discuss it now and we have to get in alignment. So be prepared for more meetings and for me to come at you and with my idea and explain why it's the best one. So thank you for joining us in this episode of the Word Up podcast. Uh, All of the information for contacting us will be in the description. Definitely send us questions, comments, what you liked, what you didn't like. And if you have any questions, we'll uh, anonymously, or if you don't want to be anonymous, however you prefer, uh, we'll go over those questions in the next episode.